Hi, Dan. <laughs> Hi, Dan. How are you? <laughs> Just fucking great. Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Feeling healthy? Oh, my God. Health of a young stallion. Of a much younger Dan. Health of a young rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> I have the health of a young spry Barbara Streisand. Her in 78. It couldn't have been more spry or chipper. Yentl era. Don't you think? I love her in Yentl. What was the name of uh, that fella from... That fella from East New Jersey, Morty? Mordecai. Are you talking about Morty Feldstein or Morty Greenbaum? I think we're talking about Morty, the one whose brother owned the Chinese restaurant. That's both of them. Oh, the Morty twins. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any better? <laughs> Try the gefilte fish. <laughs> Someday, like, as has already happened, People are going to listen to this not knowing that we're Jewish. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a problem. I, I, Beautiful I, intro, I, Dan. I, 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 uh, yeah. This is what we do now. We rap over the theme song. Uh, spiral from the book of Saul. Uh, uh. He puts you in a trap. He puts your dick and balls in a knapsack. He's gonna cut you up, hang you by your tongue. Fuck you up your butt until he's done. <laughs> Theme song by Chris Grondo. <laughs> so apologies on the front end to Chris Grondo, because no one's ever going to hear your theme song in full again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to freestyle over it every time. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Movie Blues Podcast. I'm Dan Lyons. And I don't want to be associated with that intro. (laughs) (laughs) That shit shit was juvenile. Um, (laughs) You're very much associated with it. And our listener base is going to look forward to me freestyle rapping over the theme song, I'm sure, as an ongoing gig. Yeah, I think you get like two more at best. Anyway, um, (laughs) today on the Movie Blues Podcast, we are going to be doing something a little more current for the kids. And we're just going to get a little loose today. Uh, we got some new technology we're playing with. Um, we now have an in-house soundboard. We still don't have a producer or someone to run it, so I'm, I'm just kind of doing everything. So if anyone knows anyone who needs an internship. I'm pretty much doing like what the in Aquaman, the drum, the octopus that played drums. I don't understand the reference. Fair enough. I, uh, <laughs> fuck. I have, um, I have an announcement, though. Oh, let's go. On this uh, June 19th or Juneteenth. The, nice. day, the day of our Lord. Let's hear it. Um, <laughs> President Joe Biden's trusted dog, Champ, just just passed away. <laughs> so I'd like to pour out one for uh, for the for the canine homies. For the dogs. Yeah, I I like Joe Biden's dogs much more than I like Joe Biden. Same. Um, and I'm 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 a little bit offended at the the sound effect you chose there. I'm a little bit offended that Joe Biden probably mistreated and killed his dog. <laughs> the one that got kicked out of the White House like 11 times for biting people. <laughs> it was like twice at best. So, yeah, pour out a Seagram's escape for the homies. Okay. Um, and with that, we're going to head to our sponsor. Dan, um, did you already open your drink and I missed it? Yeah. 
Just imagine this noise. Oh, Dan, what are you drinking? Ah, Seagram's Escapes. Seagram's Escapes. Sip happiness. For the douchebag in you. (laughs) Or in you. In you. Like he's drinking it while he's banging you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So today we're going to be covering Spiral, but first we're going to do a new segment. Dan, what is the name of that segment? That would be... uh... 30 Jewish seconds in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) This is our new segment, uh, 30 seconds longer than we usually last, where we spend 60 seconds, which apparently is an insanely long time, uh, talking about anything in our life, uh, anything that we have to get off our chest, maybe something related to uh, the movie Blues Rental Zone. Not today. Not going to share those feelings. Not going to let them get control of me today um and uh um uh could be about movies books tv or just embarrassing yourself for being a jewish idiot um dan uh do you want to kick today's off for me yeah let's do it you have one minute um i just want to say i am going to harken back to the movie blues rental zone oh nice go for it and just need to say this whole thing about everyone hating on the beatles all the time oh yeah fucking, go off king fucking ridiculous just get over yourselves None of y'all, for a singular moment in your lives, created a single piece of art that was even half as good as the worst Beatles song. And all you fucking can't... All oh, you fucks oh. on the internet. <laughs> all, you, all you people feeling the cancel culture while singing Imagine on Zoom from a goddamn child-neglecting, wife-beating piece of shit. <laughs> Imagine all the people canceling John Lennon. That's what you should imagine. <laughs> also, we've been watching The Mick, and it's really good. I love The Mick. Or no, not The Mick. The Nick. Sorry. Oh, the no. Hospital Clive Owen <laughs> Show. Not the, Kay- not the, not the Caitlin the Olsen thing. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Um, man, mine's going to be a little different than yours, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all you motherfuckers are going to pay. So we all know that mental health is super important, right? <laughs> We've all gotten that sorted out at this point, right? Okay. Um, I've decided to try to get a hold on mine, which is seemingly impossible task. And um, uh, in doing so, reached out to a number I got from my uh, old psychologist of a psychiatrist so I could get back on heavy medication. And um, I was like, hopefully this will go smoothly. This will be, like, easy. And I talked to him, and he was like, yeah, 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 I got time for you. This is after I called him 75 times, and he never answered he finally answered. He was like, yeah, I got time for you. Can you meet me in a park? My office has been deemed too dirty for COVID uh, with the recycled <laughs> air. So I have to meet people in a park. And I said, are you going to inspect me in a park? <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. I do it all day. And I was like, okay. And he was like, bring $500 in an envelope. <laughs> what? And I was like, bro, what? And he was like, yeah, I don't accept insurance anymore um, because of this new thing happening with COVID. Uh, a lot of psychologists are dropping off insurance. So you'd have to meet me in a park. I can do it at 4 p.m. today. Bring $500 in an envelope. You- and I canceled. Okay, thanks me for uh, sharing that story with everyone. I'm so thankful that's how that story ended. Because <laughs> if the next part was so, I took $500 in an envelope to this park. Uh, it would have been a problem. Yeah, for I would sure. have gotten up and walked away right now. Okay, so um, <clears throat> we ready to start talking about the the meal du jour of the day, <laughs> Dan? No, it doesn't du jour mean of the day. <laughs> it's a little repetitive, I understand, but uh, <clears throat> we are now going to talk about our favorite franchise, right, Dan? <laughs> Saw. <laughs> are you a huge Saw fan? I mean, Dan? 
the other Dan is a ravenous horror film. One would have to assume he's nothing but the highest of devotees to the Saw franchise. Um, yeah, I mean, I could sum up... As a lover of both franchises that have gone on way longer than they should have. Right. As well as people's flesh being modified in interesting ways. Let me do my best to sum up, like, my overall feelings on the Saw series. Okay. Wow. That's it. Yeah, no, I feel that. It's horrible. Yeah. I mean... I think the, f- the first one's great. The first one's fantastic, yeah. but is has aged because it was so cheaply made at the time. Right. Um, there are signs of wear and tear on there. Well, but that movie had something to say and had a decent uh, setup, had a lot of tension. Um, everything that came after it is insanely diluted and so convoluted yeah. and so stupid. Saw 3 was one of probably the worst movies I ever saw. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, one of the worst series ever. Where I- she's like being held captive to like keep the fucking jigsaw killer alive on his like hospital bed you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yes and there's just all sorts of drama where he's just like ah. absolutely yeah he's like you're really in the puzzle now <laughs> you know yeah, when no, it, fuck this franchise when it comes to the saw franchise i'm not impressed and um <laughs> i even went and saw see what i did there um jig saw and uh, it was fucking terrible. That was a reboot. That was supposed to be like a dark, gritty reimagining. Yeah, they're um, like in a barn game, right? It was, yes. But it was exactly like every other bad Saw movie. It had nothing to distinguish itself. It was soulless. Like, had n- had li- littler to offer than any other entry. It was nothing. It was a nothing experience. Saw it on Movie Pass. Glad for that. Well, but... thank God they... Really took the fucking reins and p- spiced some life into the franchise with this new entry, huh? <laughs> um, I hated uh, pretty much every moment of every Saw movie I think I've ever seen besides the first one. This one didn't do much to upset that, but there is much to talk about. Dan, are you ready to talk about the, the brand new Chris Rock starring uh, Spiral, Spiral the book of from the Book of Saw? Yeah, from the Book of Henry. Um, yeah, okay, so, God, where do you even... And this is literally Spiral from the Book of Henry, with the fucking content of this movie. Um, yeah, this movie mirrored the Book of Henry in ways that I wasn't really ready for, honestly. Same third act, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, general thoughts and impressions, Dan? Should we start with that, maybe? I mean, what is there to be said about a movie like this? You're basically... Did, uh, presented with a situation in which Chris Rock <laughs> has hornswaggled the studio system into producing another Saw movie after it was <laughs> yes. declared that the Saw franchise was totally done. Right. Because he really fucking was behind this idea. Mm-hmm. And what this idea was to make Saw except where everyone speaks in stand-up bits. Yeah, I mean, well, mostly well, Chris when Rock. Chris Rock speaks <laughs> in stand-up bits. It's basically like... Um, you know how far they let Robin Williams go with the genie? <laughs> that I feel like it's almost the same amount of slack they gave Chris Rock to do his thing in this movie. It was insane. Um, <laughs> it was literally insane. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's taken me a few days to really wrap my head around this one. I got to be honest, because like at one point, it is a terrible Saw sequel. It is not respectful, and we'll go over some of the things in this, not respectful to the rest of the franchise at all. It makes no no workable sense in that context. It should not have been a Saw movie at all. 
It should have just been like a revenge serial killer movie with Chris Rock at best. But <laughs> yeah, I'm here to argue that like <laughs> the third act reveal of this movie was potent enough and involved our interests <laughs> enough um, that I really think um, this one did it for me. And I what? cannot imagine why it didn't do it for you. Because the whole movie is Hold just... Hold on. My... Fuck the police! <laughs> That's all it is. Fuck the police! It's an entire movie of just cop death, Dan. Are you kidding me? It's a mo- It's a, my first, a my, bloodbath of police, my, the movie. My first note was don't let Dan try to paint you in a negative light in the first three seconds of describing the movie. Fuck the police! <laughs> It's a stop, Dan, before he incriminates you. <laughs> I'm not going to incriminate you. I'm fully with you here, bud. I uh, <laughs> I just need to say I have no interest in anyone experiencing a, a Jigsaw-esque death. That, that shouldn't happen. Just a regular death would be good. <laughs> Dan? Fuck the police! <laughs> Is that good for you? It, dude, it, you know what? It depends on the scenario. Yeah, we we all know that you're uh, labeled for self defense. That's that's one of your key traits now. Yep. <laughs> so Chris Rock in this movie. Oh! 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 <laughs> when, when you're presented with a. <laughs> What's that, Dan? You, you, you were you just defending yourself? Sorry, what? Take, take it down a notch. <laughs> okay, my bad. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> just go on. I I I lost complete interest in the Saw series immediately. I don't have the thing that Dan has where I need to watch every entry into a series that I hate just because I've seen the previous ones. Mm. With that said, one day I did buy the <laughs> complete Blu-ray set of every Saw movie because <laughs> nice. I thought one day I would sit and watch them. And did you? I watched the third one. It was the worst thing I ever saw. I watched the fourth one. I remember nothing about it. And then I never watched another one. The ones that come later are unacceptable. Bananas, from what I, I, I can I cannot describe to you how bad they are. Well, they are one so day bad. I did sit on Wikipedia and read the plots of each of them. And I thought that was hilarious. <sighs> They're impossible to follow. But this one, you know, the series was put to rest. And Chris Rock wanted to make the transition into horror. Uh-huh. You know, really expand his range, if you will. Dude, mm. come on, stop. <laughs> That's what I think of Chris Rock expanding his range. Yeah, Chris Rock tried. He got a little. He's got, not a dramatic. A actor. little uneasy about his buddy Adam Sandler getting the uncut gems rolls. So he's like, you know what's my fucking ticket? You know what my thing is? Yeah, Saw, Saw baby. You Bring know what black back. people love? <laughs> Saw. Is that true? Uh, I don't know. I could see it being like um, a Fast and Furious situation where, since there are statistically so many Saw films, that means that the bargain bin at Walmart is probably statistically going to have 60% Saw movies. Therefore, most of the people who blindly reach in there and then (laughs) buy those movies are going to end up watching like the seven film complete Saw set for $5. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Rock thought that this was a thing. Um, I feel like the primary audience for Saw is like kind of like rednecky white people. 
or, yeah. or for uh, white people love violence and torture, <laughs> and white same, people love seeing people in pain. Same for Fast and the Furious, honestly. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I would say this one for me was probably the second best one, but besides the first. Okay, well, because it because it made me feel anything, and and uh, we I don't know if we've been bearing the lead on this one. The kills in this movie are insane and disgusting. Like, I I I think the honestly for the franchise, I think the kills were a little bit lackluster. You know, and I heard a lot of people say that too, but I thought they were like exceptionally good. Um, a guy gets like a giant machine that comes broken glass all over him, and it like rips him to shreds. Um, yeah, no, that was pretty cool. A dude got his fingers pulled off in a really disgusting way. Honestly, the the one character I'm not gonna we'll get maybe into the plot, but one character gets hot wax poured on her face. Yeah, no, that was awesome. That was harrowing. Um, <laughs> it was definitely I just um, felt like good on the horror angle and had something to say. I. I mean, my overall impression is that it's funny you said it. Literally, my review was that I just felt absolutely nothing for this entire movie. Like, <laughs> I like I didn't laugh. I sat there like I'd be like, okay, here's the part where they're gonna do the saw part between stand up bits, um, and I felt nothing for those. I I just like just I, another I sat there blanked. Dan Enden. I felt nothing review. I, I sat there <laughs> for anyone who needed this liked face for the entire fucking time, dude. This movie was awful. It was. <laughs> Just the worst. (laughs) Okay, so, um, Let's get into the nitty gritty with this one. <laughs> um, like, don't get me wrong. I am for sure torn between the general messaging and the amount that I hated the movie. Yeah, I cannot believe a movie whose cataclysm is like literally fuck the police. It's like for you to be in- not simping for it where you simped for Book of Henry where one cop died because it versus wasn't- this. This is a police orgy bloodbath. It wasn't about the cops dying in Book of Henry. I found it just an enjoyable film. Dan. A cop got blood-recuted in this movie. Yeah. He was in blood water, and it was electrified, and he was blood-recuted. All right, the lead's being buried. Like, the whole conceit of this movie is that the new version of Jigsaw is punishing corrupt cops. (laughs) That is intriguing to me on paper. And says, quote, at one point. Police corruption is a huge problem. Says at one point, quote, like, spiral means, like, progression. It means being a progressive and... And fighting against, like, anti-establishment. Um, it was literally an Antifa Saw movie. Yeah, but it, Antifa's the bad guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I felt represented as someone who's both. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, I um, really had fun with this one for a variety of reasons. Let's start mainly with my man, Chris Rock. Okay. Chris Rock's performance in this movie was chilling in how terrible it was. <laughs> It was like it was a mix between waves and waves of being cringed upon. Um, Chris Rock in this movie, uh, Dan, I, I like literally couldn't couldn't believe his performance in this movie. <laughs> um, I felt as if the man spent a solid forty minutes of the movie staring directly into the camera, just making different attempts at either looking cool 
being cool, expressing that at a point he was cool. None of these things are true or believable. I don't like seeing him wear suspenders. <laughs> I don't like his ghoulish little hands. They curl into claws. I don't know why. I don't know why no one's ever addressed what's up with his hands. I don't know if it's like Owen Wilson and he chooses not to answer questions about it, like his nose, but it was just a football injury, Owen. What are you doing? Why are you hiding? You're the most popular comic of your generation, Chris. What's up with your crab hands? Why did you think it was time to make a Saw movie? What compelled you to do this to yourself? Why do you keep looking down the barrel of the camera? Why do you keep being mean to people, not respecting women, not respecting your friends, your coworkers? Yes, they're all crooked cops, but civility is important in the workplace. Why aren't you fucking your boss? She's so hot. These were all things I couldn't stop thinking about. I hated this movie, I really did. But ultimately, Chris Rock killed this movie, Dan. He was not funny, not compelling, not believable. He wasn't there. He was equal parts face planting directly into the ground and ruining his career and exposing himself, exposing what he personally wants to do with his time creatively. When other comedians around him have risen up like Adam Sandler to do uncut gems, this man is literally face planting right out of the gate. Yeah, I know he was in Fargo. That season was boring, no one watched it. <laughs> Fuck you for saying that. And finally, he just like, isn't a cop. At no point did I believe he was a cop. I'd never look at him and go, he's a cop. Even when he had the fake goatee. It didn't do it, Chris. The fake goatee didn't do it. Dan, what did you think about his performance? It was bad, but we need to keep in mind that it takes... <laughs> there there are directors and writers involved, and that's part of the performance. Like, I don't... No, they let him run hog wild on this. Nobody <laughs> stopped him. This was his idea. He woke up one morning and was like, I should reboot song! <laughs> And that was that. But it was still directed and produced by people involved in previous Saw movies. Yes, Rich Whites. And they're like, <laughs> I'm just saying it was probably a joint effort to be like, you're going to look down the barrel of the camera, furrowing your brow 30 times. <laughs> he couldn't stop doing it. Dude, Sam Jackson's in this movie. Oh, my God. And dude, but like, He looked like he just finished an all-night run at Red Lobster in this movie. <laughs> He just looked greasy, fat, and exhausted. And, like, the scene that really required Chris Rock to go all out is a scene in which he's going through, um, Dan alluded to it earlier, There's a there was a trap that's just breaking bottles and then spraying them with high-powered air at someone's <laughs> Great back. Great scene. Just broken Great. glass. It was very Passion of and, the Christ. And, I loved it. <laughs> it really was. It gave me and a Christ boner. Chris Rock, Chris Rock was walking through the glass, mm -hmm. deciding to save someone who... In, roundaboutly fucked his life up right and in the movie you see him walking in slow motion and you see shards of glass just fucking burrowing themselves into yes. his face chris rock and he shows nothing chris rock looks like the villain from die another day when he gets all the diamonds blasted into his face but he he's just has playing little... it like vin diesel dude oh he has no reaction to it he's just doing his job yeah right he's a good cop right they don't feel pain when they're being good 
my god good movie man i love this one this one this was an experience for sure should, um, should we like run through the plot a bit i feel like no one's gonna listen to this without seeing the movie um maybe yeah i mean you know maybe that's the deal i, I don't um, know i mean or like what did you want to do here like we you because i got fucking i got things to say about this movie. <laughs> um i love chris rocks um and to get into the book of Henry aspects, I love Chris Rock's relationship right off the bat. Um, we call it the Riggs relationship, where it's, uh, <laughs> where um, the stereotype, and this has been done now literally over a thousand times, is just like hothead, <laughs> straight arrow police detective versus bureaucratic, but ultimately good-hearted, but hardened... Um, police chief yeah career career corrupt uh political policeman god damn it janice how much longer does this have to go on what else do you need to see god 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 god, god damn it janice how much longer does this have to go on what um, else do you need to and, see um dude perfect and um that and, happens so much in this movie there was uh, <laughs> over a hundred scenes in this movie that consisted of just god damn it janice how much longer does this have to go on yeah what everyone, else do you need to see yelling at chris rock that way it's chris rock yelling at his dad that way it's chris rock yelling at his boss that way it's people trapped like tied to fucking jigsaw traps lecturing chris rock that way like, it is bananas great movie um <laughs> um chris rock hates women so much in this movie it makes <laughs> me so un uncomfortable it's unbelievable especially because the entire conceit is that he's being saved and led through the game because he's one of the good ones the guy infiltrates to become his partner and basically is immediately offended by everything that comes out of chris rock's mouth <laughs> <I> <laughs> which mean, like this movie was strangely self-aware of how ridiculous chris rock's character is because he gets paired up with this young new green green partner um and they're fucking they're in the car and chris rock is instantly just being chris rock doing shtick like ain't divorce crazy <laughs> like <laughs> he's like a bitch will get you because she cheats during the daytime <laughs> literally in the middle of a saw movie and the partner is like I think it's really weird that you, you just met me and you think it's okay to joke like that. Like, And I was like, wow, this movie's aware that Chris Rock's being literally a 1999 clown. <laughs> there, dude, there's this long, like, Guy Ritchie-esque tracking shot as they're walking down the subway for the first time. It's following them from a side shot. And Chris Rock's just like... Oh, you getting married? <laughs> oh, that was the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about marriage. Uh, Chris Rock hates women so much in this movie, and also everybody hates Chris in this movie. Um, that's all I could keep thinking about. Uh, literally every character who comes in or out of this movie hates Chris Rock. Yeah, of course a dude who made the show Everyone Hates Chris about <laughs> himself, it turns out it's because he's the worst person to be around. <laughs> all of his stand-up is either deeply misogynistic in this movie or about retarded people. Um, one of my favorite lines is when he goes, you could give a woman 600 Tuesdays. It ain't worth three Saturday nights. <laughs> like, it's what? It's so fucking hacky. <laughs> so, it's so weird. It's like, did you see Chris Rock's last stand-up special? No, I don't where think so. It was, like, really serious in the last, like, 25 minutes where just him talking about how he cheated on his wife. 
and like how it just ruined their fucking marriage and their lives and how his life is just shit because of like how he hasn't respected women <laughs> and it's like that was the grieving stage and now he's back to like bounce back chris and he's like i gotta make him a movie about that last shit was pussy shit i need to tell him how women are <laughs> the movie is so much chris rock lecturing about fathers about, and yeah. women. <laughs> yes while making it clear that he is a terrible one himself, while also trying to pitch him as the only good person in the movie. Right. It's like, do you think in a roundabout way this was, like, his, like, love letter to his ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had a, a powerful divorce, from what I understand, right? This is him trying to, like, piece his marriage back together. This is nuts. Dude. Chris this Rock movie is insane. literally cannot help himself in this movie, Dan. <laughs> Uh, at one at one point he marches into the uh, evidence room where they're like uh, doing like the from it's always sounding like Carol the, the like they've got the pegboard up yeah yeah, yeah. and there's like 500 pieces of paper <laughs> right. that are interlinked by tax and blah 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 and they cut to Chris Rock and he goes I've been staring at this shit for five hours I don't even look at porn for that long I know is that what a professional says and also of it's course like, you don't what person looks at porn for more than five hours it's like why do you only speak and set up punchlines <laughs> no one talks like that um I don't if so, dude imagine you're at the office and one like you have coworkers that say insane shit i have coworkers that say insane shit everyone says insane shit sometimes yeah but imagine if one just said that you'd hmm. be like your first thing before you even register the content of what you say, you'd be like, you'd be like why are you speaking in that format? <laughs> like, are you recording this? <laughs> um, all, all sorts of things about this movie, man. I mean... Um, Jigsaw sounds exactly like Kermit. He does. I also was wondering, like, throughout the movie, like, what, what your reaction was going to be. I thought you were going to love it. I had in my notes at one point... This movie is all landlords and cops dying. <laughs> Dan's worst nightmare? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Uh, the movie had to be quite bad for me to not give it yeah, that much slack. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, look, listen. Here, here's. Yeah. So, second note. <laughs> no, third note, because my third one was talking about Chris Rock doing the Jamaican accents. Oh my god. He's like, me no want no partner. He's doing comedy, bitch. It's the entire first act. At one point, he says to a co-worker, Do I look like a J Jamaican nanny to you? Do yeah. I smell like jerk chicken and wet wipes? <laughs> right. It's so, not right. That shouldn't be in a Saw movie. It shouldn't. <laughs> so, here's my note. 13 minute, 22 second into the movie prediction. Colon. There is exactly 0% chance that the Jigsaw Killer is not his new partner. <laughs> Damn, good call. You know who I thought it was? Who? His way too young and way too attractive police chief boss nah dude the second the new partner pointed to his the photo of his dad on the wall and was like oh see so your dad problems triggered this he goes he goes dude this is why this is why this is all like this is why this is happening for any of us is that guy right there and i was like oh you mean like the saw-esque fucking puzzles they're going through that's it like it was a Chekhov's gun thing. It was like it was like so ridiculously on the nose. When they walked into a crime scene and his new partner goes, I've been dreaming of this since I was five years old. Yeah. Right. Like, bro, you're walking in on a, a crime scene where a man's tongue was used to hang his body so that a train would explode him. Yeah. That's not the time to say my dreams are coming true. Dude, I could not for I just couldn't for a second suspend my disbelief because Chris Rock was just being himself so much on screen. I like, couldn't do it. 
And he, I, he ultimately, no that's why I couldn't. I At no point was it a drama. Right. It was like Chris Rock as Nicolas Cage <laughs> as Saw. Dude, speaking of Nicolas Cage, there's a there's all these shots where when he gets like some bad news about one of his coworkers dying, it goes like super silent, slow, like slow motion. The way, like, the entry scene to fucking saving Private Ryan storming the beaches where, like, he can't hear and shit because he's all dazed. It gets like that, but just, like, shows these fast-cut clips of Chris Rock just screaming at the top of his lungs. And it's, like, cutting from him, like, waving his head sideways and shit. <laughs> and it's just him, like, oh! Like, just screaming in, like, slow motion. Guys, this is a good movie that they, you should they, check out. They were like, Chris, we really need you to express grief at, like, one of your best friends dying. <laughs> he just looked straight at him and went, oh! <laughs> um spiral a hip-hop noir bro <laughs> yeah a lot of hip-hop music in this movie <laughs> some of my favorite artists showed up on that soundtrack and it didn't really do much for me but thought it was interesting to be watching um a movie um that i'm trying my absolute best to take seriously but i have 21 savage rapping <laughs> rapping over the notes of the saw soundtrack which is like the and he's like i got benzes and cars and watches <laughs> and it's just like wait w- what are they going for with this movie like it's so funny to me they that wanted that's your to favorite be, music they want it to be that like it's like the first black saw movie but there's like one and a half black people in it right and well i and, mean there's sam jackson well there's another Chris black Rock. guy right but he's corrupt exactly <laughs> It's like the studio let them have two. They're like, you can have one more than Sam Jackson and Chris Rock, but he has to be evil. Yeah, right. It's really <laughs> fucked up. Or be dressed up. as a woman. It's really fucked up how much this movie's like trying to put social commentary everywhere and just putting it in the worst mouthpiece pieces possible. I mean, instead of the, the puppet from the other Saw movies, it's a marionette of a pig dressed as a policeman. How I, did you not like this movie? No, I was feeling that. Okay, all right. I was You're feeling, feeling that. the iconography there? I was feeling the, we're not going to recycle the image of the fucking puppet, and I thought that was a, a compelling... Because when I first saw <laughs> him with the fucking pig mask speaking like Kermit, I was like, there's nothing menacing about a guy being like, hello, detective. It's ridiculous. Uh, hello, detective. Um, it's me, Jigsaw. Um, you've got two minutes to get out of here before you have to cut your dick off. Um, but, yeah, uh, uh, no. dude. Uh, I mean, Chris Rock. We need to go back to Chris Rock, right? Because like he he truly is the Willem Dafoe of this movie uh, in all ways. Um, and. I just feel like um, he did some things in this movie that I thought were really just unbelievable. At one point, he witnesses some some spurt of violence, and he goes, "Ah, oh, somebody watched The Wire. This is some new Jack City shit. Goddamn!" Yeah, right. I was like, "Bro, you couldn't you double down in one <laughs> sentence yeah. on references?" Yeah, right. I was waiting for him, honestly, Dan, to like make a quote about one of his own movies. I know. I was waiting for the CB4 drop. Yeah, I was like, "What?" And then his undercover disguise kind of looked like his character from right, CB4. Right. Just missing the wig. Right. All other aspects look exactly the same. That man is aged gracefully. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much ageless. Um, so I'm cool with that. But, like, it, whatever stand-up he attempted to insert into this movie, I mean, it starts off as rancid as humanly possible. The movie literally, like, from out of credits opens up to him doing stand-up to a group of criminals <laughs> about how you can't say retarded anymore. Um, oh, my God. And, I forgot and does, all about that. Bro, he does a full hot minute 
like like a compact minute yeah. of stand up about Forrest Gump just by itself right. and how it was like not culturally correct. But you can't say handicapped, you can't say retarded. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it dude. is. Why? Just why? How did this happen? I, he's like, he's like making, he's like, and then Jenny got AIDS. <laughs> it was so weird. There's three movie references in the first fucking 10 minutes. But you can't say handicapped, you can't say retarded. <laughs> the thing I like the absolute most about this movie uh-huh. is that I had a note at the midway point saying why do no cops ever answer their phones in this movie true every single trap is predicated upon the cop figuring out <sighs> that they are in a jigsaw puzzle immediately calling no less than three other cops and none of them answer their phone there's and an entire set piece of this film predicated on the fact that chris rock is given a distraction across town so that his police chief can be kidnapped he from the time he figures out in his mind that he has been tricked to the time he gets back to the police station, 20 minutes. Yeah. He's got to drive. Right. He says that he spent the entire time calling them. Right. And the cops are just like, yeah, but like, it's really busy here. Right. It's re- things are really hectic right now, yeah. Chris. So what is my favorite He's like, part? why is no one answering the goddamn phone? I know. So that <laughs> happened. And I was like, okay, they're aware of the phone thing. That's hilarious. And then later when it did this, the saw-esque reveal of every single thing the jigsaw person did the entire way. It showed him going into Chris Rock's phone and blocking all of fucking his friends. Yes. And I was like, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, some, they did the research. Yeah, someone did a fucking thing to address a trope. That's fantastic. And I was like, all right, this movie has, this, it's it's looking up. And then that fucking final, dude, the reveal, it was just lifeless. The entire thing. I was riveted. Were you? During the last 45 seconds of this movie. I was like, this is hilarious oh yeah okay You're i, I was about sam jackson's i was in, i was in ecstasy by the end of this movie uh had a very martyr's reaction to this one where my pupils ended up dilating and honestly what what kept hammering my psyche i don't know if i've mentioned this yet chris rock's performance in this movie <laughs> like what what really kept slamming open my doors of of love honestly for this film is just every time anything that didn't involve Chris Rock ha- uh, like happened in the movie, I was like, in a couple seconds, Chris Rock's going to do something that's going to make me laugh. <laughs> and it is 100% not going to be what he intended. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and um, when you're delivering that on top of a story of like police genocide, on top of a story where... I guess they tried to link this to the Saw series. It was... Tenuous at extreme <laughs> yeah. best. The title. Like, why was film. it Sam Jackson and not Donald Glover? Donnie Glover. The title of this Danny film. Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Hey, because Danny Glover's probably already been in a Saw movie. He was in the first Saw movie. There you go. That's what I'm saying, though. Like Chris oh, Rock like is like his son. because they yeah. had no interest in connecting it to the movies, Dan. I'll tell you why. There's a line in this movie where they're talking about Jigsaw. It's one of the few moments that they attempt to make this connected to Saw, and. Chris Rock goes, nah, that ain't Jigsaw. He doesn't profile cops. He doesn't go after cops. Dan, every single Saw sequel is about cops time. Right, exactly. All of them. Yeah. The second Saw movie is about Donnie Wahlberg, who is a cop, having his son stuffed into a safe and then being chain-locked to a room at the end, choosing that over his son dying. Right. That is... 
quintessentially incorrect in a lack of research on the creative <laughs> team. There's no other way to explain that. It's literally like no one watched a Saw movie before yeah, they made this. Yeah, constantly with the cops. Here's the thing, Dan. Saw had a very particular purpose to its violence, maybe, in the sense that John Kramer as a character, like, it made sense that he wanted to put people in traps and torture them. Right. This movie had motive for the killer wanting to kill the people that he was killing. The method and execution of these kills right. could not have been more extreme. Yeah. Not only that. Such a leap. They were unfair. Like, it wasn't like the other Saw that movies. That was what I was trying to get at. They were so rushed, like, and so... The, be- the scales were tipped so hard against the people in the traps that it was really like, get your dick mangled or blow your head up. And, the, and it was like <laughs> the uh, whole thing with the saw shit was that they could get out if they were willing to make the sacrifice where this movie was full of them being given enough time to finally decide to make that sacrifice, but not enough time to actually execute it. No. And the second they decided they to do time. it, they would get <laughs> it, was it was bad. It was nuts. From so the like, first scene, the guy Jigsaw is like in his Kermit voice, like you have to rip your tongue out, and or get hit by a train. And the guy rips his tongue out and gets hit by a fucking train. Yeah, like he even does it, <laughs> but like it's not given the time at all to get out of it. It's, it's, it's the games are rigged. It was really unfair in the <laughs> games department. I was yeah. not a fan of it. The game is rigged. Um, so at, at the end of the day, like. I had a lot to latch on to in this movie. Almost all of it is Chris Rock related. The fact that Chris Rock's name was Zeke really did it for me. Ezekiel. Um, at one point, I don't like saying, let's not do Ezekiel, um, which, by the way, my brother's new child is named uh, Ezekiel, but it's in Hebrew. It's Yechesker. Anyway, um, <laughs> this movie's disgusting, and um, the kills are fucking massive, and I, I enjoyed it. I I felt it. If if the question is like, would I have if I saw this in my free time enjoyed it? Oh, absolutely! If I went down the street and saw this movie in the theater, I would be furious, furious. Okay. okay. The reason I'm so zen right now is because like, the movies that we have done in this podcast have altered perception in terms of what I'm even looking for anymore, and the perverse qualities of this film were potent enough that I would not only recommend this to our users. But I would also demand that you check it out if you're a fan of Saw. If you are a fan of Chris Rock, do not watch this movie. It will permanently alter the way that you look at this man. I mean, he is truly, I I can only imagine whatever he's doing right now, he's drinking. He's probably counting all his spiral money. He's like, I did it! (laughs) He doesn't need money, Dan. He just went through a divorce, bro. You think that this is the direct result of that? Um, I think Saw is a very profitable franchise and he did quite well for himself. They were literally in this movie like, uh, Chris, just talk about your actual divorce. Right. And then they recorded it. Yeah. And that is. And he was like, bitch, is she in the daytime? (laughs) And they were like, this isn't how the character's written at all. (laughs) Uh, The character's a hard-boiled detective. Um, You're playing him more of a clown. And Uh, for the record with the Sam Jackson thing, when that character was initially come up with, it was with the idea of it being Danny Glover. (sighs) <sighs> they do a fake out of the first Saw movie in this movie. Where the Chris, Chris fastest Rock, fake out ever. <laughs> Chris Rock is chained to a, um, a pipe and he has to saw his arm off and he just picks up a bobby pin that is inches from him. 
and opens his handcuffs and walks away. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Spoiler alert. Chris Rock goes from, oh, I've woken up in the original room from Saw to I'm going to cut my arm off within about nine seconds. <sighs> yeah, I don't really Chris know. Chris Rock's a bad actor, dude. He's not good. <laughs> He's terrible in this. I mean, this, this he should figure out how to delete this. And I'm a fan of numerous Chris Rock movies. You know, I down to earth, hilarious. I really feel as if the more I talk about this one, the more I I'm hating it. I feel like now that the scale is tipping a little. It bit. It was quite and poor, it, Dan, and it's making me feel sick a little bit. But the thing is, if I had to watch another Saw movie it would besides be the again, first one, right? it would be this again. Mm-hmm. But that's not saying a whole lot because it's saying nothing. By the time I watched the fourth one, I was like, these movies are actual zeros out of zero. They're I, awful. I wish that there was a world in which I could just like make you watch like Saw six and seven. I'll probably watch them, dude. But like, oh, they're so bad. It's like that should be our new Fast and the Furious. Fuck it. It's just like no. I love horror no. movies that are like super campy and stupid and are aware of such and just go for the grossest kills possible. And then I like good horror movies. Saw is really at its core. In the former category, while presenting itself as a real movie, and I can't, I can't take it. Yeah, um, any attempt at making this serious was thrown out the door by the star and the person who made this happen in the first place, which is such a weird example of just like somebody just a ego failing, but b also like re- reverse fucking themselves, like for no reason. Right. Like Chris could have played this straight. And they could have thought a little more about making this a little more serious. Maybe let's drop the goofy editing moments when people are in traps and we're super zooming in like the other movies. Like that was because those movies were a decade ago. Like it's time to maybe try something a little more slick and a little less fucking stupid. Yeah. No, it was was just bad, dude. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, There's one moment. It's not a zero for me. The whole movie is leading up to discovering who the Jigsaw Killer is. And I was like, wow, there's only 12 minutes left in the movie. I can't believe they haven't revealed that yet. (laughs) And Chris Rock turns the corner and it's his partner. I'm like, sure enough. And Chris Rock's reaction is basically like, it was you. (laughs) And and the guy's like, yeah. And then gives his James Bond villain speech. And he's like, you want to be friends? And Chris Rock's like, maybe. And the guy's like, all right, here, take this gun. It'll be a test. And Chris Rock just follows the guy into his fucking jigsaw puzzles without checking if the gun's loaded, without seeing if there's live rounds in there. You know that he just handed you a gun. You're about to get put in a fucking saw puzzle. Them's the rules. Them's are the rules, bud. I feel like Chris Rock was like, it's saw, but the black guy doesn't die first. And they were like, it's all you, bro. (laughs) I don't know what caused this, Dan, um, but uh, not a... It's a a fucking midlife crisis, dude. Yeah, for for Chris Rock, absolutely, this is a cry for help. There was just if you're friends with Chris Rock, again, mental health very important. There was exactly zero tension in this movie. Oh no, it was like, hey, we're 15 minutes in. Just so you know, the deal is that Jigsaw's only killing cops, and you're like, thanks, movie. Uh, And then you keep watching, and then you're like, okay, well, surely every cop that gets killed did something bad and then the jigsaw kermit voice comes over the loudspeaker it's like you murdered a citizen for fun that's why you're in my puzzle there's no mystery (laughs) yeah he lays it out pretty hard the other movies they like made the characters figure out why they were being punished like it was fucking cube or cube two hypercube or cube zero even great movies (laughs) 
This is nuts, dude. This I is mean, literally like Cube, yeah. but with Chris Rock being like, women, right? Yeah, like Chris Rock <laughs> hating women and walking around with glass in his face. <laughs> what a movie. He was like, I want to be Vin Diesel. So it's a progressive, neoliberal, anti-police Chris Rock comedy vehicle <laughs> slash horror movie. I will have nothing to do with it. Do you think that they would have released this movie if, like, last summer hadn't gone how it went? Like, I feel like... That's for sure when he wrote this. They He's were like, in the middle the of... The purge production. is already taken! <laughs> <laughs> Just like they're, like, in the middle of production, and they're like, we should really write something in about the BLM riots. We need to make this topical. This will be the first fucking, like, cultural movement Saw film. Well, this is definitely the first culturally embarrassing Saw film. That ain't true. That's actually... Yeah, that's not true. Um, I saw Saw 3D. Was that... How was the 3D on that? That was the final film in the in the original franchise, uh, the OG Saw mm. franchise. And it was um, one of the worst movie experiences you could ever hope to have, for sure. They, they, they weren't like, let's like really end on top. Right. They were like, we have run out of all resources. Someone else, maybe black, come and save this because we have run out of ideas and it just like was a wet fart to end the series mm. and since then it's hobbled on like a headless chicken dying and it should be put to rest forever along with Chris Rock's career although no, Chris Rock should just go back to making comedy movies He's Samuel funny Jackson in movies. impenetrable he can roll off something like this like fucking Teflon Don. Samuel L. Jackson was leaning into himself so hard. He said motherfucker no less than 20 times. And he was only on screen for a grand total of nine minutes. Um, <laughs> he said some he said some pretty stupid ass shit in this movie um, that, <laughs> that I did not appreciate. And I think he just like pretty much walked in the room and was like, I will do this movie, but I will be fully myself. And they were like, but what about hair and makeup? And he was like, I'll have none of that. <laughs> they were like, look at Chris. I'm going to He was like, Chris is shiny, yeah. but also being himself. Chris looked like he had gotten a tan. <laughs> like Botox. He was very um, reflective of the lights. At one point in this movie, yeah, yeah, Dan, was he? <laughs> You'd say he kind of glowed in the dark. <laughs> oh, you could see where the eyes coming. Is that what you're saying? Um, at one point in this movie, Samuel wow. Jackson said, quote, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah. They really did it. Yeah. Like someone was like, we should go all the way and say, what are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Have Sam Jackson say it. Yeah. They were like, is that going to, that's going to be good? They were like, yes, yes, good. Yes, yeah. print the money. Yeah. That's Pulp Fiction star Sam Jackson. Yeah. I'd say how the money had fallen, but he's, again, impenetrable. The man has done every bad movie he's and every literally, good movie. He's Chris Walken, dude. He's definitely... Chris walking through his career. <laughs> you know what I mean? I he's, know what you mean. He's not in a rush to make anything substantial, that's for sure. But yeah. um, he good should, guy. He should have been in Geely. I'm surprised. He probably had like a deleted scene <laughs> yeah. where he showed up and set up like huge plot that was never delivered upon. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Love, so love this what, one. So should what, we do ratings? Yeah. What do you give... Saw, uh, spiral from the book of Saw. What is the book of Saw, Dan? Okay, yeah, this is the last thing we have to talk about real quick, is that the the, the movie title makes no sense. Uh, there's no book. No book <laughs> is mentioned. No book is discussed. There's not uh, a book in which uh, John Kramer, a.k.a. Jigsaw, laid out any plans. Right. There's no... Much unlike the book of Henry. 
there's no allusions to his work being religious in any of the original movies. So there's no like from the book of right. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, right. It's really a situation of like uh, a note was passed to Chris Rock that was like, you must say that this is a Saw movie. I don't care how it's done. It needs to be in the title. And he was like, we're trying to do the spiral thing. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, but like literally think up anything. And he's like, from the Bokazaw. I, I cannot imagine. That, how did Chris Rock become a Southern gentleman? From the Bokazaw. <laughs> Come sit down my porch, Chris. Have a have a glass of tea to cool off. Some sweet tea. Um, so uh yeah, zero out of ten. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um I'm gonna give this a out of 10. Okay. I don't regret watching it. I don't regret potting about it. I feel good about all of it. I was going to give it a 5.9 out of 10. I, uh, it's just, it's the best part about it is watching the lunacy of what's in front of you. Of Chris Rock acting how he's acting on the backdrop of the severity of the plot. Mm-hmm. and situations in which he's presented yet he's walking around he just walked upon a situation where one of his former like co-policemen was hit by a train his tongue was floating from the ceiling then mailed to him and he's playing it cool as a fucking cucumber he sure is and then on a dime just screaming into the camera as loudly as he can and just berating everyone just so mean <laughs> A mean person. Can we talk about the other <laughs> white police officers that he work, works with and their visages? Because they're all like balding, ugly, sweaty. Yeah. Everyone's so sweaty in this movie. But <laughs> sweaty. The Rock would have been great in this. He would have been glistening. FYI. Yes, The Rock would have been crushing in this movie. He would have. <laughs> <laughs> he would have taken that bitch ass who turned out to be the killer and literally thrown him like a javelin through a window. Chris That's Rock, so like true. coming from Fast and the Furious, where we've watched The Rock and Vin Diesel pull off superhuman feats, and Chris Rock's basically like, "Dude, I walk through glass." This was a movie that set up this killer as unbelievably barbaric, <laughs> right? Who did absolutely horrible things to Chris Rock. He melted Chris Rock's boss's face off, yeah, and right. then Chris pulled her face off while trying to look and see if she was okay pulled the wax and her forehead ripped off um chris rock, and that's chris rock's the one he likes and 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 for fuck's sakes dude he's got your dad rigged like a marionette with wires being drained of all of his blood with buckets surrounding him being drained of his blood and the, the Chris way Rock, Sam Jackson dies in this movie is unbelievable. Chris Rock, who they have betrayed, who they have portrayed to be a hothead, violent, like trigger friendly, extremely mad person, who is getting more insane, more mad throughout the movie, angrier and angrier, comes face to face with this killer, doesn't even punch him, doesn't even no. jump him at first, is literally letting this guy monologue and speech in front of him. Chris Rock is like. Covered in glass. There's glass in his face, Dan. But and the killer he won't was take like, the a killer shot was like, at this guy. Well, the killer was like, if you come after me, your dad dies for sure. Look what it take, took to just break Brad Pitt. Just one head in a box. Right. You know what I mean? This is weeks 
of Machiavellian <clears throat> insanity going on. Violence beyond belief to him and everyone he knows. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll let you talk for a while. And just this guy like, <laughs> spends like five minutes being like, it's so my great plan. Like walking yeah. around a warehouse. Like it just was a lot to swallow for me at the end too. It was just like, uh, yeah, a movie that stretched credulity in every way possible and sucked. But I highly recommend it. And great Chris Rock performance. <laughs> Top 10 Chris Rock performances ever I've ever seen. It wasn't great, Dan. <laughs> Um, you know, I, yeah. I'm going to be honest, sure. I enjoyed the experience of watching it more than I enjoyed the Werner Herzog fucking Loch Ness Monster documentary. Never seen that. Don't know what that is. But if you think that that's interesting, a Werner Herzog. You watched it four months ago. It's documentary fine. about the Loch Ness Monster, then tune in next week for our episode on the incident at Loch Ness, where I will do roughly 25 minutes <laughs> of a Werner Herzog impression. If you're listening to this and you're like, ah, oh, I'm wondering what they are going to go and do next after such a hot ep, like know that the movie, you've never heard of it. No one's ever seen it. <laughs> but you need to listen to the episode to hear me do a hot 25 set of just Werner impressions. Yeah, it was a tight 25. Yeah. So thank you. And um, uh, other than that, um, Dan, I think that's uh, going to be it. You yeah. got any further thoughts about um, Spiral from the Book of Saul? Title, question mark? Don't know why that happened. I really don't, and I found it highly unsatisfying that the killer just got away at the end in literally the exact last second of the movie. He just kind of hopped in an elevator. And was he like, hops in an elevator. Dude, the way they take out <laughs> Sam Jackson is genius. Yes. But then the killer, just in slow motion with all the fucking saw music pumping, just walks into an alley. At first he goes, you can do whatever you want. Well, I don't know why he has Chris Rock's voice. He's like, you can do whatever you want, but I have a foolproof way out of here. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker's about to pull some elaborate shit. No, what he was going to pull was getting into a fucking elevator <laughs> and leaving while Chris Rock, one last time at the camera, just <laughs> screamed, no! <laughs> that, that is what And it just freeze frames. Like, it's a fucking movie from 1991. <laughs> just freeze on Chris Rock. No! And then it's like, the book of song! <laughs> but you can't say handicapped, you can't say retarded. <laughs> From the book of song, baby. This movie was terrible. 12 years of song, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that more than anything, any Fast and the Furious we've watched. Oh yes, and more oh, than without a doubt, Jupiter Ascending. If if you're sitting in front of your DVD case and all you've got is Jupiter <laughs> Ascending and every entry except for Tokyo Drift in the Fast and Furious series, reach for this. Right. Um, reach for this a hundred percent. Other than that, um, I hope this is just like disappears, flutters away into the memory. Yeah, they set it culture. up for a sequel. I hope there's not one because then we're gonna have to watch it. Yeah. So on that note. <laughs> You're like anticipating franchise entries that may directly affect your misery in the podcast. Yeah, it's like part that, of my score. That level of forecasting is great. Thank you. Like wait until the next Alien prequel comes out and your life is just going to have to be shut down. I'm going to drag you to like an IMAX showing. I feel like I'm going to have to watch so many Alien movies in anticipation of it. I'm making the Jack Nicholson gif face right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan, any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? No, I okay. don't. That's it for me as well. Um, and... Um, What's that? Is that the sound of a baby crying? Baby! <laughs> no, that was the jigsaw noise. You guys are right. <laughs> See you next week. End scene.